0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits where it. If- well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Oh, heck yes, we do here on Alex Garrett Podcasting. I hope you're doing well this Saturday night. And, uh, of course, I'm still trying to stay safe, say... Um, Away from the crowded areas on a Saturday night. Because you never know. The, the, the COVID hospitalizations, thank God, are low. But there's still work to be done. Uh, by the way, which is why, uh, if you miss the news, you might... Uh, that doesn't surprise me because they might, have been ta- might not have been talking about it today. But according to LinkedIn, there's a new story out today. That there's new rapid virus testing paying $750 million dollars. Um, the U.S. did, for 150 million units that will expand the country's testing capacity thanks to Abbott. Thank you, U.S. government, for finally stepping up more testing and doing what needs to be done. So there's that little bit. Uh, Sickness, not that, Corona only, not the only thing in the news. Uh, Our condolences to... The family of Chadwick Boseman, you know, Black Panther, King of Wakanda, Chadwick Boseman. And on Facebook and my Instagram, you could see an image I'm about to put up on YouTube um, honoring Chadwick. This was his. This was the quote that I got that hit hard most. It's hard to be a king with a good heart. I mean, he was faced with a lot of decisions In that movie. And he led with such grace. He led with power. He led the way a leader should lead. And tonight. At age 43. We miss him dearly. He died of cancer. He was battling cancer. For four years. And here's the most intriguing part of this. Okay. Not only did he battle. Cancer for four years. But he also visited kids who were terminally ill while dealing with his own illness if that isn't leadership, if that isn't someone who has been raised right who's been, who's upstanding I don't know what is can you imagine going through that and still having the will to go be that superhero for kids who Love him and adore him as Black Panther to be able to do that, it's quite, um, it's quite remarkable. And so, I post about that. And I do believe, and, and this Saturday I sit down, I have a couple more projects, and I want to give you some comic relief as well. Um, but I do believe that yes, you can be pro police pro-reforming police and also be able to mourn the death of a very talented black actor in Mr. Bozeman. I don't believe in choosing police over the African-American community. I believe in choosing police and choosing to empower the African-American community to, to build relations between the two. Facets of the problem that has plagued this nation once again. I believe those two, and in the midst of it, I believe when a talented actor passes, no matter the shade of difference, no matter what shade of uh, skin they have, you should be able to honor them without feeling like, oh, now you're pandering by honor. No, you're not. You're simply honoring a very talented actor. And someone who actually was very funny on SNL and other places, Jimmy Fallon. He had humor about himself, which is great, too. And he played Jackie Robinson. And so on Jackie Robinson Day, the man who played Jackie Robinson in this era passes away. Very strange timing. But we will miss him. We miss him dearly. And uh, I just remember that line, I saw that with my friend Chris and his friends, and we all had a great time at that movie, actually. And now Wakanda, I guess, has to go in a different direction, but with Mr. Bozeman guiding from up above. Alright, enough with the the sadder news. I've got a couple of cool projects I want to talk to you about. Because let's uh, let's be real here. I haven't been as humorous, as funny, as outside project oriented as I'd like to be on this podcast. I'm trying to give you some insight, trying to think positively. But I really am not finding the humor in things. So I decided, well, let's start a couple of different things. Firstly, let's start. Honoring some of the comic relief, I believe, you need this fall. And Exhibit A, I'm going to show you in one second. Exhibit A is Mr. Matterday Night Live. That's Matterday Night Live. And he's on TikTok, he's on Instagram. Instagram. And um, he, he's pretty kick-ass, and he's a great impersonator. Anyway, uh, one of his biggest projects lately has been impersonating the one, the only, Howard Stern. And by the way, you can find Matterday Night Live at matterday, M-A-T-T-U-R-D-A-Y, dot night, dot live. And you can also follow him on Instagram as well. Let me get you that Instagram handle. In one second here. Uh, his name is Matt Friend. He's actually been getting some traction lately. But Matterday Night Live. He should be trending on your feed this fall. He's got some funny Trump stuff up there as well. But uh, his big project right now is actually uh, oops, becoming Howard Stern. And so let's hear how he sounds. as It's going looping here. So let's just hear how he sounds for a quick minute, shall we? To me, it's been a full year of listening to Howard Stern, and I just have to say, right, to me, you gotta just say, hey now, I mean it is fantastic, alright, one day after listening to Howard Stern, one week yeah. after listening to Howard Stern, all right. so, there you go. so to me, it's been a full year yeah, of listening to Howard Stern, about I- that. But yeah, that is Matterday Night Live, Matt Friend. You got to check him out. He's funny. He does. I, I talked to him a little bit. I want to get him on my podcast now, and I hope soon enough. Uh, because let's face it, we are in a dire time in in many respects. But there is brightness. There is humor. There is comedy to find. And now social media and TikTok, yes, TikTok for sure, has become that. And so Matterday Night Live... You should follow him. He does a Trump. He does Howard Stern. He does so many others. And uh, I just want to give him a shout out tonight here on Alex Garrett podcasting. Uh, in hopes that we can turn the mood around. Um, That's that's a big thing for me. I want to work to turn this mood around the best I can, because right now I feel like the mood is not good. The mental health state of this country is not good. And I guess that's why I tried to start a little campaign on my Instagram, Alex G in NYC. Calling it social distancing in iconic places. Don't know what I mean? Check this out. That is. Me standing in front of Wall Street and uh, the Wall Street sign. Pretty iconic, right? And what I realized is that. Hold on a second. This please stand this far apart. It actually is. um Reminding me. Or in or, or, me this idea to kind of be funny and say, well, what about this crutch? Does it meet the distancing requirements? Clearly not. And so I've now done it in three different places. I've now done it in. In. There we go. I've now done it in Times Square in uh, Grand Central. I've now done it in by Wall Street. Uh, I did it also by the Brooklyn Bridge. So I'm going to throw this out there tonight and uh, on the Saturday sit down. Where would you like me to try and social distance next? I've got a couple in mind, but I'm also open to making this more interactive. Uh, I I would love to know. Where you would like to see uh, my crutches try and social distance uh, through New York City amidst the winding down, although I really don't know how winding down it is, of this pandemic. I, I'd love to know. I want to see if we can really launch this project, see, see how how many places we could cover in a, in a, in a year where, personally, I didn't even think i get out of the house this year. I'll be honest. I thought that was it. I thought by March... Everything was done. We were locked in till at least 2021. Then Harvard says, no, 2022. Well, back out there a little bit. Thank God in the city. I actually went to Brooklyn today. So hit my fourth borough of this city. Um, Went down to Brooklyn for the first time in quite a few months, actually. So all these firsts are coming back to the actual sports report outside Yankee Stadium because... Even though there were no fans at City Field uh, at at Yankee Stadium for the Yankees and Mets, and no, I'm not wearing Mets right now. I'm actually wearing the Islanders, who are up three to one. Pretty remarkable stuff. That all being said, um, I just uh, that all being said, I just wanted to have some fun. I wanted to start some, I want to have fun firstly trying it for the first time when I did that socially, then I noticed these signs are everywhere. So why not make it an iconic social distancing um, for people who don't live in New York city um, for people who do live here, but still aren't out as much. And for those who miss it, miss being every day, I'm trying to give you that perspective that yeah, City's still going, still, still, uh, city's still alive, we can social distance. Uh, I'm just trying to get my crutches too, <laughs> that's all. So we've got that going on. And one other thing that just popped up in my mind, Morgan Hines of USA Today actually wrote an article about the city saying, much like I did in Medium.com, that, um, that the city is not dead, that tourism is, is here. And we need more people like Morgan Hines uh, speaking up about this, because if we don't, then people will still be afraid. We're right now at 25% return by December. We want that number up here in New York. We need that number up. We also need indoor dining to take place. September's around the corner. You know it starts getting cooler in the fall. Uh, Obviously, by September, yeah, September 11th, September 12th, it starts getting cooler. And you know that these indoor diners uh, and these diners will not exist if there's no indoor dining. So we need to fix that. And then uh, I really hope we do, by the way. I hope that we can get these people back in business. As I said last week, I hope that we could get the indoor dining back. I hope we can get our keys to the city back, the gyms, everything. I know my friend Zach who had on before said that his gym is starting to open up which is great we, we need to see more of that and I hope we do so we got that going on and then finally today uh, very cool very cool news that the Queensborough president the acting Queensborough president retweeted my, my article in Medium about the Korean Independence Day it was the first ever Independence Day celebration Queens had done in a borough where there's 60,000 Korean residents. Pretty cool, right? Well, Sharon Lee, who is of Korean heritage, took time on Saturday, August 15th to honor the Korean community and Korean Independence Day. And I was just rolling by, as I usually am on these things, saying, you know, what? let me stick around and see what happens. Well, what I didn't know what happened is that the Queensborough President uh, Sharon Lee? She's acting right now. The incoming Borough President Donovan Richards, he's a New York a Queens councilman. I think he's in the Far Rock area. Um, liked the tweet. Veteran of New York politics, John Liu, said, uh, "Yeah, I like it too." So he liked it. And of course, Melinda Katz, the District Attorney, just reelected recently. Elected recently, by the way to that office uh, last year. She also, her office, liked it as well. So my message on that is, if you think something's too late to produce, if you think something's too late to publish, don't. It's never too late. Publicity is publicity for good things these boroughs are doing. Uh, Covering stories is important. Not obsessing about the national scene is also important. Because we've got a city that we need our keys back. And the only way to do that is actually getting our mayor and our governor to stop obsessing about Washington and start obsessing about their own people. It's as simple as that, Mayor de Blasio. Andrew Cuomo, stop obsessing about Washington. Start obsessing about New York City and how you can make it better. Because if you don't, people, more people... Will call for your resignation. And did you hear the news today that de Blasio sat on? Yes, I, I couldn't believe this article, although I could, considering he also took a quib pro COVID. I could see this as well. He was offered testing, the New York Post report, for students. Uh, Christopher Cameron of the New York Post calling them educrats, educrats. That's a great word, educrats, E-D-U-C-R-A-T-S, educrats. While educrats scramble to get schools ready uh, for opening in less than two weeks, a respected health care agency has revealed that Mayor de Blasio for two months has sat on its School testing for kids and teachers for free. The 800,000 patient, 2,500 Dr. Somos said it reached out to the mayor five times, five, five, five times to offer free testing at New York City's most at risk public schools. But meetings were canceled. Calls ignored. de Blasio is still about blasting Washington while he could have had Somos Network on the ground. This is stunning. And it needs to be reported on more. It needs to be talked about more. Ramon Talage, Dr. Talaj, chairman of Somos, says on-site testing in schools is a matter of life and death. And this mayor said nope. We're not going to talk to you. That's right. Our mayor. Not talking. Huge story. We should be covering it citywide. Don't know why we aren't. We will be. We are right now. Telling you that. Mayor de Blasio. Turned down. The Somos Network, and um, and, and uh, it has to be reported on because if they declined all that, and if they gave someone a position on a city entity. Like the Economic Development Corporation. A week after. A quid pro COVID for testing. As I reported on. There's so many things that are. Incriminating. President Trump's speech at the White House. The RNC. That wasn't. that, 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 That doesn't feel criminal. And I think it's hypocritical of those that say it was. Because this is criminal. Sitting on tests, ignoring calls for testing in our schools is so dangerous, is so neglectful. And that story will not be going away. That story will not be buried. That story is going to be answered right here on Alex Garrett Podcasting and Alex G. in NYC. Mayor, you got to sit down. This is a Saturday sit-down. Mayor, you have to sit down with agencies that want to help your city. Because if you don't, then you would damn well deserve to be criticized for criticizing only Washington's response. Because now it's coming out your response wasn't that good either, sir. And I said either. That's right. Neither response here from the federal, from the local, from the state was as good as it could have been. Federal, I don't know why they told Seattle nursing homes not to test. That the only reason we found out there was this issue is because they went around CDC guidelines and actually tested and said, yeah, we got a problem here up in Seattle or Spokane, one of those, or Tacoma, one of those places, in Washington State. So we should have been testing earlier. That's number one. Secondly, we should have been closed the minute, the minute the NCAA called the tournament in the Madison Square Garden, which, by the way, will be a voting site in the 2020 election as part of this deal that the NBA and the players came together on. I, as you know they boycotted Thursday. And I wondered if this was going to be just sitting on their paycheck. And sitting on their hands just trying to make a show. No they did something. They utilized that day to do something different. And good on President Obama. For encouraging the guys to play and inspire through their action. Let me tell you. Kids. Kids. Looked at Jordan, kids look at LeBron, kids looked at Kobe, kids uh, in every community. And I think of every color. Looked up to these guys. He said, I want to be like them. So yes, by playing, you inspire empowerment even more. By playing, you set the example that yes, we can play through tragedy. We must change the dialogue, but we can play through tragedy at the end of the day. And that's what this country is. Now, I'm, I'm glad that people are finally pausing their lives to address all of this. Let's be honest. What happens after a shooting in like, Well, 2014 Ferguson happened. But even so, the media and everybody kind of just flew away from that after a while. Until they saw more riots and things continuing in Ferguson. let's be honest here. What do they typically do? We all typically just get back on that subway or get back on the air or get back, uh, you know, to where we need to because we weren't affected by it. Well, now people are saying we won't be fooled again. People are saying we must have change. Athletes are saying this more than the kneeling. They're actually taking action here. And the NBA having the arenas be a voting site is huge. I, I might just go down to Madison Square Garden and see what it's like on election day because that'll be a first. That'll definitely be a first. So good on, good on these players for not just sitting on their hands but doing something, taking action, meeting with the NBA, trying to find a structured way to do this so that they can play and honor social justice, um, and, and saying uh, enough is enough. I think we all need to say that, about all the atrocities. Enough is enough of mobs pushing down police people that then knock over, well, not, go, not knock over, but knock down Um. And knock around Rand Paul. I'm nuts enough of seeing these scenes of chaos throughout the city. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. I hope you are too. And again, we can't have police running away from it. We have to have them literally police the rioting once and for all. And then get uh, gain the respect back from them As a society, we must gain the respect the respect of them again. It's got to happen soon. It's got to happen soon. Anyway, I'm Alex Garrett. This has been the Saturday Sit Down. I hope your uh, night, rest of your night is good. I hope your weekend's good. And we'll see what's around the corner for Alex Garrett Podcasting. By the way, Islanders winning it by the score of three to one. Have a great night, everybody.